Let's talk about Maya Angelou still making history. Let's also discuss Dr. Steve James' video going viral with Sajid Javid. What about the tragic New York fire and a whole lot more? This is Pablo from Hackney and this is Pablo's podcast. Thank you for choosing Pablo's podcast today. Welcome. I learned to hear silence. That's the kind of life I lived. Simple. I learned to see things in people around me. In my mum, dad, brothers and sisters. So Sidney Poitier. I can definitely, definitely empathise with that quote. So this is episode 87. Still here sparking debate. Things that are going on this month, lots, lots going on this month, a lot goes on every month to be fair. But on the 18th for this month, it's uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s day. And on the 17th of January, it is Muhammad Ali's birthday, actually. Yeah, the 17th, he was born in 1942. So yeah, the 17th of January and the 18th of January, two significant days in the calendar this month. So... The African Cup of Nations has started, um, hosted in Cameroon. Cameroon beat uh, Burkino Faso 2-1 in the opening fixtures. And on Tuesday, Egypt lost uh, 1-0 to Nigeria. So it's all to play for. It's all go. We'll be keeping an eye on that and, and catching that when we can. Definitely have to big up the African nations. It seems to be sidelined a little bit you know there was a little bit of controversy um around how it was being promoted and dealt with and ian wright rightfully stepped up and and spoke about it and his video went viral on the matter so hats off to ian wright for doing that and speaking up on that on his massive platform as well so lewis hamilton will would decide whether or not to return to Formula One this season. I didn't even realise he he was feeling that way. I'm not surprised, though, to be fair, after the robbery that happened. But, yeah, he's, he's to decide now. So what he's now saying, he's waiting to see the results of the inquiry into um, Abu Dhabi uh, Grand Prix. And he's also said, you know, he's, um, his boss... Uh, well, Mercedes team boss Toto Wolf said that he is feeling really disillusioned um, with F1. You know, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, the result and the fact that is it Michael Massey didn't apply the rules correctly um, in the in the late safety car period. So, so yeah, he's he's Hamilton's basically said he's he's lost trust in the governing body um, as a result. So. It's going to be interesting to see what happens going forward. I mean, I hope either way it goes that he stays on one level, you know, because he, he can prove and he can prove that he is the best and just continue to do what he does and and all of that. But at the same time, if he does decide not to to race again, I will understand it. You know, not to race with F1, I will definitely understand it. But I suppose from a selfish point of view. 
Um, I would still love to see him winning everything as he as he does, you know. So yeah, but I would respect that decision either way. So sadly, this week we lost uh, Sidney Poitier, Hollywood actor, classics like The Defiant, Defiant Ones, Heat of the Night. Guess who's coming to dinner? Uh, and um, yeah, to serve with love. Yeah, he's he's well one of the old veterans, you know, one of the old veterans from black and white movies to colour movies. Died at 97, um, and yeah, definitely will be sorely missed. Uh, hopefully, hopefully he will be not forgotten, you know, and spoken about a bit more for all that he did and the time that he did it in. You know, he was born in Miami, um, and but his family is originally from the Bahamas. But yeah, he was born in Miami. But he, I mean, the, the big thing, you know, as well as his acting ability and what he did around the world, etc., the way how he carried himself as well, all of these things he did in a time of racial segregation in, in, in the United States, you know, becoming the first black man to win the Best Actor Oscar, you know, um, going on to be a humanitarian and a diplomat. He was the ambas- ambassador to, to Japan, and he also got a knighthood from the Queen in, in 1997. So, you know, like I said, the, the fact that he did when he did all of that, that's, that's the other thing, you know, doing that during time of racial segregation is a lot, you know. So, yeah, hats off to him and, you know, and thoughts go out to his, his family. You know, he was married, married twice, actually, um, and had six children. So, um, so, yeah, but definitely sorely missed. And like I said, I hope we keep him in our you know, in the history books at the forefront, especially when, when we're talking about, you know, entertainment and and taking a stance and, you know, yeah, all of, all of the things that he done definitely shouldn't be forgotten. So COVID in China. So China's, China's um, going for, where well, they're pursuing a zero COVID policy there. So as a result of that, they've asked 40 million residents, you know, within 48 hours to... Um, to be vaccinated, basically, because they've had some clusters of Omicron variants. And, yeah, and it's pretty much a state... People have been advised to stay at home until they've been tested. Um, negative... Yeah, they're, they're really strict on it, is the long and short of it. I mean, it's even to the extent of if you if you don't have a health pass, um, you won't be able to use uh, public transport. So... They're really cracking down on it hard. So, so yeah, um, I mean, zero, zero COVID policy. Are, are we going to even get to that stage? I wonder if that's a realistic expectation at this stage, um, considering where we are. And, yeah, but we'll have to see. We'll have to see. But it, it kind of makes me think about the fact that, you know, China might be going for a zero policy, but if the rest of the world are not going down that same route, how is how does that work in the long run? You know, um, I always think to myself, this is a well, as we know, it's a global problem, and if we're not all on the same page doing the same thing, how do we really get a grip of it? Really, I don't know. Something to think about. But in the UK, the NHS, which is the largest employer in the UK, 
um, how obviously come April, all frontline staff in England will need to have their COVID jab or they'll be moved into another role. I actually did hear rumours that people would be, you know, be asked to leave and being sacked by but now it sounds like it is just about people being moved into another role, which which does make a bit of a difference. It makes it a bit more easy on people. I think for people to lose their jobs, it's, well, it's, it's, it's zero, zero tolerance for people that don't want to get the jab, I suppose. Um, but hospital bosses have admitted that they, you know, they are concerned about how many people they will lose um, through through this, you know, through this, through this new rule come April, and the pressures that will put on 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 the NHS, who are under pressure now while they're fully staffed. So, so yeah, we, we'll have to see how that goes. We'll have to watch that one. But somebody who is uh, heavy in the press at the moment, Novak Djokovic, um, has he's been well? He was. Uh, locked up in Australia um, in the detention centre awaiting his visa situation but he's gone through that and he's won his court case he won his visa visa round um, but he I, he may still I mean he's out now and he's practising tennis he's you know, living in his own accommodation etc over the last couple of days but because he didn't declare uh, which countries or that he'd been to other countries before coming to Australia that may be the reason why they still end up asking him to leave the country so we'll have to see how that goes but um, I just think it's ironic with his name being Novak you know he's, he's obviously not somebody who's looking to get the vaccine and he's, his name is Novak you know you can kind of twist that I'm, su- I'm surprised the tabloid press haven't, haven't used that to be fair um, so yeah yeah, we have to we have to keep an eye on how that all turns out because I suppose it's setting a precedent for how things go around it. If you if you dig into his whole situation, because I, I believe he wasn't vaccinated, um, but he had caught the virus in December, something along those lines. So, so yeah, he. Um, that's that's that was the the reason why he didn't have the vaccination is is what he said, but he's a controversial figure. He's I think he's really, you know, he's shown that he's not really for vaccines at this stage and stuff. So, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see how that all pans out. It will have different repercussions in different places for sure. And also, a UK doctor, uh, Steve James, his video has gone viral in an interview with um, Sajid Javid um, at. King's College Hospital, um, where the doctors basically said the science isn't strong enough um, to support the policy around COVID vaccines in the UK, and he hasn't, you know, he was asked if he'd, he'd been vaccinated, and he, he said no, he, he has no intention of being vaccinated either, um, and yeah, he, the doctor said that he, he probably had, the, had COVID already, because he's got the antibodies, and you know, that he's getting that protection from his antibodies without the vaccine, you know. So, so yeah, I mean, this is a a doctor, not really good publicity for for the government and, and, and everything else, but it happened, it, you know, the, that video went viral. It was it was on the news, etc. cetera. Um, and, yeah, I mean, like I said, this is a doctor who is, an, an, you know, he's a critical care consultant, 
and he's been, I think he said he'd been working in the hospital like from the very beginning, you know, in the COVID wards and whatnot. And that's his stance. So really interesting. Um, it'd be interesting to see how long he stays in his post, um, you know, that, they, that he said that. Um, but I'm sure we'll hear more about him over throughout this year. At some stage, I'm sure we'll hear some more about, you know, how his work trajectory has gone. And, you know, and he, maybe even if he's, his health, you know, who, who knows? Who knows? But, um, but yeah, that's the stance he's taken. Um, and, yeah, and yesterday, actually, yesterday, they had said we'd hit 379 um, deaths yesterday, which is the highest number in 11 months, basically since the 24th of February 2021. So 379 deaths, which is a, which is a lot. That's obviously creeping up. As much as they've said that this is not as... This Omicron variant is not as uh, dangerous. But that, I suppose that gets skewed by how many people it's infecting. So... I kind of see how how the numbers could jump up like that, but we just you know have to hope that these numbers start falling. You know, feel it falling. Those people that have have been infected and, and and passed away for any reason, to be fair. But um, it going up to those numbers, if it does keep going up, then I suppose we're at risk of other sanctions and stuff. So hopefully it will go down for all, multiple reasons. Thankfully. Uh, there has not been any youth deaths, youth violence ending up in deaths of young people, which is great news considering the last year we've just had. Also, housing. The, housing was a, a big issue throughout last year. I mean, it's probably been a, well, it's been a big issue for a long time, but in regards to the repairs and people living in squalor, in, you know, in various boroughs, Croydon comes to mind. I saw a lot of footage about you know houses in Croydon where people are living with damp, leaking ceilings, and and the local authority not dealing with the with the, with the works, you know, and and reporters having to bring it to light and things like that. So that's that went on a lot last year. So hopefully this year there's going to be a lot of change. But a recent investigation. Um, spoke about how race has been playing a part in getting repairs done so much so that some people change their names so that it, so that they appear to be white rather than anything else because they they feel like they'll get a better service or they'll get a service which is really crazy considering we're in 2022 but you know this is people's life experience um, so yeah but definitely there is definitely a major housing issue in regards to the quality of housing and repairing and, and things like that. So that's something that I'm sure that'll stay in the news. Also, Ashley Cole um, was racially abused uh, recently. Uh, police are investigating that as well. And yeah, he was he was working with ITV um, presenting, presenting a show um, and yeah, it was the Swindon's, Swindon's FA Cup clash with Man City. And he, yeah, he, he received racial abuse, which is crazy considering he wasn't even on the pitch, you know. So I, I, uh, just the fact that, you know, it's bad enough people getting it on the pitch, but to be getting it and you're working in front of the TV, you know, I mean, either way, it's, it's ridiculous. 
because I'm, 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 as I'm thinking about it, I'm, I'm, I was about to say he's at work, you know, and he's in front of the TV, but it's the same for the players. They're at work, they're in front of the TV, exactly the same thing, but it just seems a little bit, um, just seems a bit more odd that it's somebody that's just doing their reporting job or their presenting job. So, yeah, that would be investigated. So, yeah, look forward to hearing the outcome in, in, in that case. The Golden Globe Awards has been boycotted this year um, due to them having no black voters over the past 20 years. And, uh, you know, people like Tom Cruise giving back his last three awards in protest. Um, this year, the show wasn't televised this year due to a controversy. Obviously, they've announced the winners. There have been various winners and whatnot. But the fact that they have not... After all the things that have happened over the last couple of years, um, from the whole Black Lives Matter, that whole year, and everything else, for them to still reach 2022 and still not have any black voters, and it's just crazy, crazy and bizarre. So, yeah, I think people are rightfully so boycotting uh, the Golden Globe Awards. And I think there's been some... Rumours that it might not last going forward, which would be, yeah, it would be very telling, very telling. Um, because truth is, there's no reason for it not to last. You just have to have a more diverse voting group. That's all that really needs to happen. I'm sure everyone really will be able to move on. But if it stops, is that, you know, is, is that, that will be because they refuse to have any black voters, rather than having black voters, they'd rather stop the Golden Globes. That would be um, odd, to say the least, definitely. Welcome to Pablo's Podcast. Join me on a weekly basis with social commentary on current affairs which affect us the most. Come and news with me. What you can expect is uplifting, positive discussions, interviews on our social, physical and cultural well-being. Voicing some of the perspectives we share but maybe don't vocalise enough. I'll be going through my bucket list of interviewees over the coming weeks. We're guaranteed to get an honest, authentic perspective and insight into what's going on now. If you like what you hear, please click the subscribe button. Please share on your social media apps and please leave a review. Look forward to spending some time with you over these coming weeks. Thanks for joining me. Take care. So a policeman, um, David Carrick, 47 years old, been accused of a string of sex offences, um, including six counts of rape. Um, in total, he's been accused of 29 crimes against eight women from 2009 to 2020. And, and yeah, um, the courts were told that um, he falsely imprisoned another in a cupboard underneath, underneath the stairs um, yeah, after meeting them on a date in that, on um, Tinder. So, so, yeah, last month, um, David Carrick... A uh, police officer appeared in St Albans Crown Court via video link um, from Belmarsh Prison. So just an, an, another case, you know, of 
as I said, when you hear about these these crimes or these accusations against people, period, it's horrific already. But when you hear that these are people that are paid to serve and protect um, and have apparently been vetted and are, you know, and they still find themselves in these these roles where they 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 can abuse and, and stuff like that. It's yeah, it just adds it just adds another layer to it. So yeah, um, so hopefully that case gets wrapped up and, and justice is served quickly. And over in America, Armand Arbery, who was murdered whilst jogging um, in a predominantly white neighborhood in Georgia in. in February 2020, his uh, the the three men have been found guilty and have been now um, yeah they've been found guilty and will now serve life sentences, which is absolutely correct. Um, it's just crazy. It's just crazy that these things happen happening in these times like in 2020, you know. Um, it was a father and son, Travis and Gregory McMichael, that was the father and son, and their neighbour, William Bryan. And like I said, they've all been found guilty. Um, it, the judge spoke about the, the, especially the father and son not having any remorse or empathy for Aubrey. So, so yeah, they'll be spending the rest of their life in, in prison, um, and rightfully so. You know, they're lucky that they're not in a state that is you know it's a life for a life so so yeah um so i'm i'm at least that brings some closure for for armand's family you know um it doesn't bring him back obviously but yeah at least that brings some closure to that so in nigeria unfortunately they had at least 200 people in the northern western part of um, zamfara state been killed in a wave of vicious attacks um, by armed militants, you know, um, you know, gunmen been burning homes. And they're finding mutilated bodies of victims and all kinds of assaults and things like that. So sad to hear. You know, it's 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 too often to be fair. You you hear about you know violence, whether it's Boko Haram and the kidnapping and the protests and and stuff like that in Nigeria. So. Yeah, thoughts and prayers go out to those people, and I just hope that Nigeria can get a grip on 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 the violence there. You know, the the, the violence there is yeah, it's like the Wild West. And I remember the times when I've been um, to Africa, South Africa, and and places like that. They, they always spoke about. I'd, cause I've never been to Nigeria, but my plan was to go there. But they always spoke about Nigeria being the Wild West of 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 Africa and yeah when I hear these stories now it's like yeah I I can I understand you know um but yeah I hope I hope things um, get sorted out because Nigeria is a beautiful place you know beautiful people um but yeah there's some there's some things that need definitely need to be addressed there so a Jamaican man has been shot dead on a hunting trip uh, Mr. Bernard, Mr. Peter Bernardo Spencer, 29 years old, um, in in the USA. So he was invited to a camping trip with his um, friends, well, supposed friends. Um, 
uh, ex-work colleagues, etc. And he was the only black person there. Um, so they, I think they, it turned out there were f that three, three males um, and three females and, and Mr. Spencer. And yeah, so it, it seems, I mean, obviously the case is, is, is live and active now, but it seems like he was lured into a cabin and he was shot, well, not seems like, he was shot nine times, um, once in the mouth, twice in the, in the buttocks, um, in the chest, in his abdomen, you know, so, and all, like I said, this, this happened in December, just gone. So, so yeah, it's, it's something that's being investigated now. Um, a 25-year-old man was taken into custody and three other individuals, multiple guns. Um, but the people that have been arrested claimed that it was self-defence. So, so yeah, we'll we, we have to see how that pans out. But shot nine times in, in all those places, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if, I mean, time will tell if, if race played a part in it. But regardless of that, self-defence and, and all those shots and... and in the location of those shots as well. It just doesn't sound right. So my thoughts and prayers go out to the family, you know, family and friends of, of Mr. Spencer. And hopefully they, you know, the, the, the courts, the police come to some quick and accurate uh, resolution to, to, to that whole scenario. Unfortunately, there was a major fire in New York um, in the Bronx, um, I think they said it's the worst they've had in, in 30 years. 19 people uh, died, including nine children. So sad, so sad, so sad to, when, you know, when you... I, I watched a, a report on it with a, a young lady, you know, talking about, you know, if they, her parents didn't even know she was in the house and through certain set of circumstances... Luckily, they checked one of the rooms and woke her up. And if it weren't for that, she wouldn't have been there. And, you know, she spoke about all the people that she she's no longer going to see anymore, that she's known all her life, you know, that lived in the apartment and stuff like that. Just really, really sad. Really sad. So, and and it, it all happened on the day, I think that there was... I I'm not sure if there's... There was something in regards to uh, Grenfell happening on the same day, one of the hearings and whatnot. So it was kind of ironic... Um, that happened. I don't think the fire in America was to do with cladding or anything like that. I think it, they said it was a heater, a faulty heater or something like that, but obviously that will be investigated over time. But yeah, 19 people and nine children, and as I said, the way the young girl was talking about it, people with children jumping out of the windows off the ninth floor and stuff like that, and obviously jumping to their death, you know, at that height. Um, and you can only imagine how people must have been feeling to, you know, consider jumping, you know, um, from such a such a great height as well. So just really sad, really, really sad. And there were another 32 people in hospital. So some of them are critical. So who, who knows if the numbers will go up or not. Um, but yeah, really, really sad, really, really sad. So on a lighter note, uh, Maya Angelou, the famous uh, poet, writer, um, yeah, all-round positive person in the world. Uh, she's now, well, the US Treasury have 
featured her on a coin, um, the 25 cent coin, also known as the quarter. Um, yeah, so she's the first um, first black woman to ever feature on the US 25 cent coin. And she's also the first black woman to write and perform a poem at the presidential inauguration, which I didn't realize. Um, but yeah, um, hats, off to, hats off to her and her family. That's, that's definitely an honor as well. You know, because as I said, she's poet, writer, activist, um, all-round mum figure. You know, you, you know, you 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 look at Maya Angelou, and she feels, you know, you can you can really relate to her, that motherly, granny type thing. And yeah, she just she just looked like a really nice person. She's one of the people. If I, she would be on my wish list of people I wish I could have met. You know, in in my life. But yeah. So, so yeah, they'd be honouring her in that way, which is really good. So, we're, it is getting a little bit colder out there, you know, the, the weather is definitely turning, and, you know, they, that can be an excuse just to curl up, stay warm, not do much, you know. Uh, but for me, my advice will always be, as much as it's getting cold, get out there, do some stuff, do go for walks, go for jogs, go for runs, you know, just still stay active, still stay fit, you know, still, you know, eat right, still make sure we're taking, you know, the vitamins um, that we need to take to keep us, keep us, to kind of offset those things that disproportionately affect us, you know, um, such as, vitamin D deficiency, high blood pressure, prostate cancer, kidney disease, high cholesterol, diabetes, you know, changing our diet, you know, people of African descent, people of Asian descent as well, the way how we season our foods, a lot of salt, a lot of spices, but a lot of salt, you know, a lot of sweet stuff. And we, you know, and this is one of the reasons why it disproportionately affects us. So, so yeah, we, we definitely have to be on top of, you know, what we're eating. And, and obviously coming out of Christmas, New Year's, we, we all probably ate a little bit more than we should, the sweet stuff, the processed stuff. So, you know, going into, as much as it's getting cold, this is a time to burn off that, you know, that excess, whatever excess we went into over the holiday period, this is really the time to get get on top of that for sure. You know, and you know, top up on those vitamins. You know, vitamin D supplements, vitamin C, um, complete vitamin B complex, magnesium, zinc, sea kelp, saw pimento, cod liver oil, spirulina, quercetin complex, and many others. You know, but yeah, definitely we need to be looking after ourselves and, and keeping on top of that because we're coming into cold season, flu season. You know, we're, we're kind of in it now, not even coming into it, we're in it now. But all through the cold season, that's we need to stay on top of these things to reduce reduce our chances of getting colds and flus and whatever. But even if you do end up getting it, the healthier you are, the less it's going to affect you. So, human bird flu has been detected in the UK. I spoke about this a few... I, it seems... Every round Christmas time, I've noticed it comes up bird flu, etc. And they they always talk about how it's 
you know, it, it doesn't cross over into humans or it's very rare that it will. But an individual this year has, uh, has caught it. There is an individual that's caught it in southwest, southwest England. And, but the individual's currently well, um, self-isolating. And, you know, the, 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 the stories are still, um, the risk to the public is still very low. But obviously, you can see the public can can catch it, you know. Um, but yeah, it's very low and it's very rare as well. But it happens. So, so yeah, I just I thought that is quite interesting that it keeps coming around around Christmas time and and things like that. Um, but yeah, it, I think this is the first time since I've been doing the podcast that I've heard a human catch it. So hopefully that is a one-off and that doesn't happen again anytime soon. So, we, like I said, we're in January 2022. Um, the next full moon is on the 17th of January. That one they call the, the wolf moon. Um, supposedly named after howling hungry wolves um, who, like, you know, howling through the scarcity of food in midwinter. Um, but other, there's other names for it. Uh, they, they've called it the, um, the old moon or the ice moon as well. But, yeah, but either way, the next full moon is on the 17th of January. And we're coming up to the... Not coming up to, but we've gone past the, the longest day. So each day, as we, we're going on, we it's getting brighter. You know, you probably won't notice it too much at this point, but it is definitely getting brighter. Um, so, so, yeah, yeah. So I'm look, looking, looking... We're on our way to the spring... And, and the summer and all these things. It might seem a million miles away. Um, but like I said, each day we get a little bit of extra light. In Pakistan, they've had unprecedented snowfall. Around a thousand vehicles came stranded. Um, 22 people died, including two large families. When I watched the, the, the video of that, it was, yeah, the, I, you can just see the snow just came down so hard and so fast. Um, in, in in a way that nobody was expecting, you know, people were on their way to where they were going, and yeah, just found themselves in the middle of a unprecedented snowfall, snowstorm. Um, so really sad to see that. I did, I mean, I, I don't know much about Pakistan, but I, I didn't even realize it snowed in Pakistan. I didn't realize it got that cold enough to snow. But same as when I went to South Africa, I didn't realise it snowed in, in South Africa. I thought I was in the wrong country. I thought the plane stopped at the wrong place when I saw, felt how cold it was when I got off the plane in South Africa. So, yeah. So, but, as I said, this, whether it snows there or not, this, this amount of snow is not something that they're used to. So, yeah, caused tragic deaths. And this is, just goes back to the whole climate change situation that we're in. You know, um, even in, in in the UK, the past seven years, well, not in the UK, the past seven years period has been the the, the hottest on record, you know, according to, to, to the data. Um, so, yeah, we, you know, whether it's hot, too hot, too cold, we're, we're having unprecedented um, weather situations going on, so... So yeah, who who knows how much we can do about it ultimately, um, but we I suppose we have to do our part for sure because we're here, you know we live here we've got children, 
you know, grandchildren, great-grandchildren and all that. So it's not just about us. So everybody has to play their part. So, yeah, on the, the TV side of things, uh, I've just seen the new Prince of Belair, the new reboot. I've just seen, they've just released the new trailer. Um, and it starts in, when's it, it's, on, it's going to be on Sky in February, February 2022. So, but it's going to be quite different. It's not, it's not going to be as jokey, apparently. Football, from what I've seen as well, it doesn't look as, it looks more gritty and more, you know, in relation to the things that happened with Will Smith in Philadelphia before he got moved to, to, um, to Belé. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it, look, it looks interesting. It does look interesting. Um, and what, it was really nice to see the butler, um, Jeffrey, is going to be played by the English actor Jimmy Akimbola. So hats off to him for, for securing that role. Because, um, yeah, that's an iconic part, Jeffrey the Butler. And the characters, yeah, the characters, I, I like the way they, well, they've totally, the characters don't look like the old characters. I think it's only uh, Will Smith's character, actually. They've tried to make him look a bit, you know, they've got an actor that looks a bit like Will Smith. But the other ones, they've really changed it up and stuff, which is, which is interesting. Like, Colton doesn't look like Colton that we know. But obviously the mannerisms and the behaviours and stuff. And it'd be interesting to see if he does the iconic Colton dance. Um, and to be fair, if he doesn't do that at some stage, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a sore point. You, you, you've got to put in that dance. That's 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 part of the heritage. So yeah, look forward to watching that. Look forward to watching that. So yeah, so you know, um been doing this podcast for a while now. Um, and you know, constantly getting good feedback, and I really, really appreciate that. It keeps me motivated to to doing doing what continue doing what I enjoy doing. To be fair, um, but nevertheless, please please share it. You know, within your groups, if you're part of WhatsApp groups, if you're part of Signal groups or Telegram groups or Facebook, Instagram, any of the social media platforms, Clubhouse. Please do share. It doesn't cost you anything to share. It doesn't cost you anything to subscribe on YouTube and on um, the, 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 all of the podcast platforms. So please share, please subscribe. And yeah, um, continue joining me on this, this journey of, of putting together these podcasts. So thank you again for choosing Pablo's podcast today. And hopefully you can join me on the next one. Until then, take care and be nice to each other. Thank you for listening to Pablo's podcast. I'm Pablo from Hackney and you can catch me next week for more healthy discussion.